Sup y'all, welcome to the last episode in what's become the international series. This time we return to Madrid and we can't wait to tell you all about it. Enjoy. Podcast, be somebody billions. My name is Amadeo. What's up, everyone? Welcome. Welcome to another episode <laughs> abroad, international. The boys are back in Spain. We this trip. Oh yeah, we are back. Yeah. This trip is coming to a close. We're wrapping things up. We're kind of, you know, reflecting on what we've been through <laughs> the last two weeks <laughs> abroad in a way. It's this is actually—it's been my first time abroad. Like I told you, and like I said in the last episode, my first time alone. I'm not gonna wear these. So, got a lot on my mind, a lot to clear up, a lot to talk about, and a lot of, a lot that I want to go back to. Okay. That I kind of talked about in the last episode. How are you feeling? Damn, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, you think it's not like gonna be some sad ass episode? No, this right is dope, now. dude. I feel great. I dude, feel so I'm much just, better than I feel so I'm much better than chilling. I did. Here yeah. we are, we're in this beautiful park on, you know, another incredible day in the city. Yeah. It's hot. It's hot as fuck. It's not hot. It's hot. It's cool. It's a cool place. It it's cool right now because we're in the shade. We found a good spot. Enrique's been to this park several times before. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I came here several times before. What's your history here? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I used to come here all the time when I lived here. It's like... Maybe like a five, maybe ten minute walk. As you can hear, there's tons of people that come here as kids are passing by, <laughs> screaming. But um, you, can hear, you can hear the infamous Vale. Vale, Vale. From Spain. Um, but yeah, I just come here all the time, just hang out with friends, drink wine, uh, notice the Spanish. Lack, <laughs> notice the lack of wine. Yeah, there's no Today. wine. Mm-mm. For now. For now. For now. <laughs> We're drinking water. That's what we're doing. H2O. We're drinking water. We keep ourselves healthy here at the Be Somebody. We're trying to... Uh, Be Somebody offices. Kind of taking our work worldwide. But yeah, man. It's good to be back. It feels... Uh, it's even good to be back for me. Yeah. I was gone for... I mean, we left. We went to Italy. That was the last episode. That's where the last episode took place. And... That seemed like it was a year ago, honestly. I feel like so much has happened since Venice. And then we separated. We went elsewhere other places and well, we should we recap where we went yeah we'll recap all that we're just getting into it kind of introducing people so <laughs> back in the city <laughs> all right so we went to after venice we went to uh milan no actually we went we went to milan but then we went straight to uh como lake como yeah lake como, como lago yeah lake como was like very much like a last minute just decision of like let's go here <laughs> Because we were trying to go somewhere else, which is like by the ocean. But then it was supposed to rain that day. So then we ended up choosing this other place. And I'm glad we did. It was fucking, it was super cool. Well, because I've seen so many pictures and like videos from Lake Como and people traveling. And then, um, yeah. So when I know their mom is their favorite, favorite place in the world. <laughs> that what? Someone I know. Oh, someone. Her mom. Right, right, right. It's her favorite place in the world. 
wow. her number one location show. So she's been around. She's yeah seen things. Mm-hmm. And seeing Como for the very first time, just like the waters and like those the houses on the hills and they go up and there's like old forts and like small buildings and everything's so picturesque got the walls and facades of like orange and pink and white and gray and cobblestone steps and it just feels uh feels perfect it feels like really like a paint like a painted experience you know it's like everything's if i think it feels so like <laughs> otherworldly i would say it's uh yeah, I don't know. It's like a break in time, almost. It, it would have felt the way even strong, even more strongly, mm-hmm. had it not been for the crowds of people that, of course, are going to go there. But I mean, we happened to find uh, that was a funny day. This has been a funny trip. <laughs> funny how? When Rick and I have been talking about over and over again about having, <laughs> having, having, having taken many L's. <laughs> The trip of L's, I've been calling it. We've taken a lot of L's on this trip. L's by L's, we mean losses. So an L is a loss, and I guess we've taken lots of losses throughout the course. We've of taken this trip. many losses on this trip. But I like. I mean, I'm. My argument is that a lot of the losses, what we're calling the losses, are just like an inconvenience, dude. Yeah. For the moment. Yeah. Where it just makes shit like a little bit more difficult than it really had to be. Like, did it have to be this way? Right. Can we just? Why? You know, mm-hmm. but you know, for example, when we were in Como, um, <laughs> I was like, "What hell do we take on Como?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead." Go ahead so one of many L's, I suppose. Yeah. In the timeline, the L timeline, was when we first arrived in Como. It's just like the central city or the central town mm-hmm. or village. It's a town, I guess. Of Como, that's where the hostel was, that's where we were staying, that's where everything was, home base, you know. And we, like a lot of other people, I guess, wanted to check out Bellagio, the town of Bellagio. And that's a ways up the lake uh, north. So to get there, you either go by car or you can go by ferry or by bus or other means of transportation, but it's mostly just, you know, road or lake. Yeah. So we decided to take the ferry. And, you know, we walk inside the fair, we go down, it's like big, uh, like a double-decker. Got people downstairs, got people upstairs, enjoying the views. Downstairs, the glass of the ferry was hella clouded and scratched up, so you couldn't exactly make out what you were seeing out of the window. But it was good to be there by the water and seeing the reflections of everything, just in the light. They had Wi-Fi on that ferry, which blew my mind. They had Wi-Fi everywhere, bro. That was crazy though, like on a ferry. They got Wi-Fi in the most unexpected places. Like there was Wi-Fi in the. What was that? Dude? It was like a... yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess in the ferry of all. I think I, I've seen Wi-Fi in like taxis. That's crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> really out here, huh? <laughs> it must be for a reason. Like maybe phone plans are really expensive here. I haven't I haven't researched that at all. So yeah, I, don't I have know. no idea. So people might, might want to use more Wi-Fi. Well, anyway, enough about Wi-Fi. So we take this ferry, we tour Bellagio, walk around. It's a tiny place. Like you could lap it in what, twenty minutes? Yeah, I would say so. If it's that, a small little village. If that, you just walk around, you check out the shops. You, yeah, it's vertical too, so it's just like lots of uphill. Um, some barber shops. There more was than, more there than a handful of barber shops. A lot of barber shops and salons there for it being such a 
small what i would imagine small population trying to get lined up when we were away come back fresh <laughs> there was there was way too many <laughs> salons and, and barber shops <laughs> um the lamborghini lineup but <laughs> so anyway like, we were there the whole day and you know we got off the ferry we started walking around yeah. we were so excited like to see what we were seeing mm-hmm. got like a got a treat <laughs> got a little treat yeah. let off the ferry and just like you know saw everything that was to see it's good. We ate some, uh, some more. Yeah. We ate something. But you know what's crazy about Europe? Those people that haven't been in Europe, there's no public restrooms anywhere. Like, you have to pay somewhere to use a restroom. And so, that's like the worst inconvenience in Europe. You're like walking around, and so, like, Amadeo has like the smallest bladder. So, <laughs> I think you even have to go to the bathroom right now, right? I do have to go to the bathroom now, but now that that's from, <laughs> the more I talk, the more distracted I am. So <laughs> don't worry about it. That's like the worst thing so far about about and and water. There's there's no like free water like in the states. No, there is no free water. Yeah, there's no you free have to like water. buy water. You gotta buy bottles of water. Um, I most, feel like uh, we've been so dehydrated on this trip. I'm dusty, bro. <laughs> I'm cracked up. Got my elbows all gray and shit. Fuck. Not really right now. But yeah, anyway, so we were fucking, we were in Como, right? I drew a bit of air, bro. We had a good time, we saw the views, and it was time to go back, right? And I was very, we were very on top of our research for when the last ferry was going back, which was like 8, right? And so we went back like 30 minutes before, just to make sure, you know, we we got a good spot because we wanted to get a good seat. And... Long story short, turns out they've sold out because apparently people pre-bought their tickets going back. And so the, the the lady in Italian was very much like, no, 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 no. She was not having it, dude. Yeah. It was just traveler after traveler asking like about the ferry back to Como. Like, where's the ferry? Where's the ferry? Uh, no, it's full. It's full. I just yeah. said it's full. No, there are no more. No. Yeah. Goodbye. So, so basically we're stuck <laughs> in the village, which was about a 50-minute car ride and... Uh, 20, 25, 30 minute ferry boat back to our, our hostel. And so, yeah, we about, were 40, screwed. about 45 minutes to an hour by taxi and by bus. The taxi was going to be close to 100 euros. Yeah. Well, there wasn't even no taxi. That was a thing. We, even so if we wanted to, yeah, even if we wanted to spend that amount yeah. of money, there wasn't, there wasn't a possibility. Well, All well, the guys that we called were like, yeah. oh, <laughs> I'm unavailable. Well, basically, Almadio and I were stranded, basically, is what we're trying to get at. And so we didn't want to be stuck in Bellagio because that would have been an expensive hotel. Yeah, there would have been a lot of money either way. Yeah, all the way around. Anyways, that's we, not why it was now. We just <laughs> did some research, found found a bus which was across the lake in another little town, and we missed that ferry to go to the bus across to go to to the town across. So we had to wait another thirty minutes for the next ferry, and at this point it was like nine. And so it's getting close. It we eight thirty. Like yeah, you're right. Actually, it was eight thirty. So then we we get to the other town, and our bus isn't there until nine. So then now we're just like waiting there, and but you know bad good things come to bad situations because we ended up walking to this little shop that was about to close, and the guy was very kind to us, and we bought some cappuccinos from him, and then Amadeo needed to go pee again. I remember from the cappuccino, that was that was another thing, uh, but then yeah, long story short, we then made it back like. At ten thirty PM, super late. Uh, but we made back to our hostel, which was honestly a really dope hostel. Shout out to the hostel in Como. Um, the Ostello Bello, let me put you on. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you that haven't traveled in Europe, I feel like hostels is the best way to travel. Just because it's like filled with travelers and 
young people and people just like you know have no money and <laughs> just want to see the world you know because hostels are usually fairly cheap um if you're so- one- well yeah i mean if you're sociable and you don't want to spend too much money to stay and you want to meet other people yeah you want to practice speaking the, the native language or even just meet other people that perhaps speak your language that's the way to go yeah that's the way to go. I'm yeah. spoiled and I wanted a more private experience. <laughs> but I was also, I, also hella antisocial sometimes. I, I love hostels. Hostels are my to-go for anything. Um, it's just a vibe, you know? You're just sharing a room with six other strangers <laughs> with a bunch of, uh, uh, what is it, bunk beds. Mm. And yeah, some random people around the world. Like, uh, I, I just stayed at the hostel when I got back in Madrid and uh, my my bunk mate was uh some guy from colombia shout out the guy from colombia um you don't yeah, remember his name no <laughs> <laughs> we had like a 20-minute conversation about just how it was colombia you know yeah, yeah and yeah it was just like cool i mean i think that's what europe's all about or not europe but traveling out of the states and, to, and other countries is getting different perspectives of different people from around the world and you know what life is like somewhere else other than the u.s and yeah, I mean, I mean, we we can both talk about our kind of our next our next kind of chunks of the trip after. Oh, well, I mean, after after Como, we went to uh, Milan. Which Milan? How do you feel about Milan? Rate it on five, five, six. I, I would I would give it like a I would give it like a five out of ten. No, that's okay. I would give it a six point five out of ten. I think um, it's a, I think it's like a strong six, maybe like a strong five to a light six. I also don't think, to be fair, I don't think we gave Milan like the best chance because we didn't do much. No, we didn't give it the best chance at all. Like we tried to do things, but there was only a limited amount of time. Yeah. Um. I didn't really know what to do there. I thought it was just cool to just to see it. Yeah. I think uh, I wanted to see the off-white store, <laughs> but even that was somewhat of an underwhelming experience. It was cool to see it, you know, but I'm not gonna buy a three thousand dollar jacket. Yeah. I'm not gonna buy some. Three hundred dollars shoes, right? Five hundred dollars shoes, right. not even three hundred dollars. But it was cool to see Milan because you know my my mom, especially she's into fashion. She's talked about Milan for a good good portion of my life, really. And so, just imagining what Milan might be like, yeah, I thought it was cool. But I'm not gonna go back unless I have a a solid reason to go back. Yeah, and that solid reason it. includes a paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> but, or if I could take my mom to Milan and she could see herself yeah, and yeah. Cool. I think the coolest thing in Milan is um uh, <laughs> got a segue to her out of nowhere. Did as soon as you start recording, just all the noises come out from the woodwork? Um, it was like this church we went to, filled with like a bunch of uh, human remains, like skulls and like bones and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was like all decorated around each wall of the church. And supposedly what what I read online I think it was debunked when we got there, but the bones and, and the skulls were were the remains of people that survived from, or not survived, obviously died from the from the plague in 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 Italy back in the back in the old days, you know. Um, but yeah, that was probably my only highlight <laughs> in the dark ages. I don't think that wasn't even the dark ages. That was like 1600s when that was built. But no, it was yeah. The, the walls were painted black, and you had these like, yeah religious figures and. Saints, it was images of saints yeah. and just like it was interesting. Lots of the yeah. But anyways, Milan was okay. <laughs> we actually had the, we actually had cool. the, a, a pretty decent. We found a really cool corner, which was very uh, gave me Rome vibes because I've been in Rome before, and yeah, I, I think Rome. that was my favorite spot. <laughs> Rome vibes. for sure. Yeah, 
that, that little spot where we had like that pasta and the drinks. Yeah, for sure. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, pasta and the drinks? You mean the... Yeah, we have pasta and drinks there. Anyways. What's... <laughs> what? <laughs> then, then Amadeo and I separate that next day. And Amadeo left at 5 in the morning to go to... Oh, you mean like the little bar where... Like we went across the street, we sat on a barrel? Yeah. Or like beside the barrel? Yeah, we had okay, pasta yeah. and drinks. I remember now, you know, my memory. <laughs> Shout out my memory. And then what? <laughs> and then what? And then you left to, to Lyon the next day. I left to and Lyon. that's how we separated. I left to see France for the weekend. Enrico went to visit a friend that he had in the city of Turin. Turin, right? Turin, Italy. I, I have no idea how you pronounce it, but that sounds about right. Okay. And I think I just want to say like, and listening to the last episode that we recorded and kind of thinking back to what I talked about and how I felt beside the waters of the canal. Drama. Dramatic. And what? You? Yeah, me. <laughs> and just like, wow. Like, you're going through it, man. <laughs> I don't even remember what you were talking about. Give us a... I was just talking about, like, how I felt to be traveling alone or, like, traveling, like, with you and then walking around and everything's just, like, so different. Everything's unknown to me. And trying my best to, like... <laughs> I remember now. To, like, fit in. Try my best to seem, like, Yeah, and then, and then I said, and I said... Just vibe, bro. Just vibe, bro. dude. <laughs> Can you just vibe, bro? <laughs> Did you take my advice and just vibe? And so then it was me like trying to learn how to vibe. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. And then? And when I decided to travel alone, I think that's when the experience finally like, blossomed. Mm-hmm. That's a weird way to put it, but it's just like, okay, I don't have Enrique here. He's the one that's been calling all the shots recently in terms of like, okay, we got to plan this out. We're going here. This is how long it's going to take. This is what we're going to do. Here's the stop. And uh, yeah, I know how to get there. Follow me. And so I've been following you this whole time. Yeah. I feel like I've been <laughs> like a little puppy, like <laughs> following, fucking, following the elder, the elder dog. And just like having to, you know, look around myself, figure things out. Yeah. How am I going to get there? What's the best route? What do I do? What do I have to say? And all of that, I decided to finally just slow the fuck down mm-hmm. and breathe I feel like that's what I was lacking before just breathing and trying to just like not go so fast with everything not have my mind be accelerating beyond any appropriate speed yeah it's just like you're gonna make more mistakes that way you're freaking yourself out more this way and it wasn't necessary so when I give myself the time to think about things, and I was like, not spastic and just calm with my movements, then that's when I saw more success. And that's when I was starting to feel better. That's when I was actually using my brain in a productive way, not in a way that was anxious, in a way that was afraid, in a way that was distraught and like nervous as to what's gonna happen next. I feel like this trip has been the most anxious I've been in a long, long time. Really? Damn. In a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And like the, cl- the conclusion to this, you know, wrapping all this up, coming full circle back to the same airport, the same metro station, taking a similar, <laughs> similar <laughs> train route and meeting you at the hostel after, I don't even know, like, yeah, like 12 hours. Not 12 hours. 
almost 12 hours worth of traveling alone, 10 yeah. hours, taking a car, taking a train, taking a bus, taking a plane, all methods of transportation all by myself. I You're feel a big boy. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a big guy now, <laughs> really making my way. And I just feel so much better. I feel like I've outgrown what my comfort zone used to be. Yeah. Well, that's what traveling's all about, is, is what I'm trying to get at. Is it's about getting different perspectives and putting yourself in a situation you're not comfortable with and growing from it. And, and yeah, I mean, it's just... I like, honestly, like, I really... Because I, I have a lot of fond memories when I study abroad of, of traveling into a different country alone. Um, and when we split up, there's, like, a big B right there. Shout out to B. Save the Bs. <laughs> um... Yeah, when I when I was sitting abroad, and and the moment we split up, I was like, it was like, oh okay, like back alone now, and yeah, I don't know, man. I just uh, forgot. It's just like such a I don't mean, I don't want to say comforting comforting experience. It's just there's just something about being alone, traveling by yourself across the world. You know, you don't know no one in that country. You don't know no one in that city. I went to uh. uh Dudin, Turin, however it's pronounced. Um, Turin in English, Dudin in Italian, um, I believe. Yeah, it was about like an hour train ride. And the reason I went there was to visit an old friend. And, and on the previous episode, I was talking about how it feels so good to be back in Madrid, but also a bit sad because all the people that were here in Madrid when I was here that made it, that experience are now gone. And it's just kind of like walking around. It's kind of th reminding myself of all these old memories, but none of those people being here. And it was really refreshing to go back to, to again, to, to not go back to, go to Turin to visit my old roommate from that my time living in Madrid. Shout out Ricardo. <laughs> the, the day one right there. Um, Shout out Ricardo. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, met up in, we met up and yeah, man, it was like... Uh, it's a blast in the past. He he did tell me. He looked at me. He was like, he's like, he's like, uh, there is my CISO. And I was like, what do you mean? Which means like you look solid. And he's like, he's like, you put you put on some some good size, man. You look you look you look big. And I was like, I was like, oh damn, I've been writing that compliment ever since. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was good seeing him. It was just yeah, it, it literally felt like going back three years ago. Him knocking at my door and be like, hey, you want to go uh, so and so in Madrid? I was like, yeah, let's do it. And we just started walking, just walking around uh, uh, where he lived. And it was cool. It was like probably my favorite, probably if not my favorite, I don't know. It's tough. Either my favorite, probably my favorite day or second favorite day because he just gave me a tour of his city, like the locals tour, you know, you know what I mean? Like the proper tour. Here's the cool stuff. Like don't get stuck up on these churches, this or that. Like, let me show you like the cool stuff. And yeah, man, I just felt like we just picked it up again. We were just talking, catching up. Um, it was really cool because when I first met him, he just started his PhD program. And now he's, like, doing great, man. He's, like, he works for the Italian government. And, like, all these things to tell me what he's doing. And it's just, like, so cool just knowing, like, your friends are out here just, you know, living their life, following their dreams. Making doing, an impact. Doing an impact, yeah. And, and he's so motivated to, to make a difference in Italy. And then we started talking about government and you know i was very as as uh, they say american ignorant of of not really like looking into 
you know, Italy and what they're going through. And he, he really informed me of, of, you know, kind of what they're going through and, and their policies and, you know, what, what he wants to change in that. And yeah, it was just inspiring and, and motivating just to, you know, yeah. And yeah, I mean, he just took me a bunch of cool local spots, uh, tried some local dishes, learned a lot about the difference between Northern Italy opposed to Southern. And on top of that, Northern Eastern to Northern Western. And specifically, even his mm. region, um, yeah. And I tried a lot of local dishes to that specific cities, that specific region. Uh, learned a lot about the about Turin, um, but yeah. I mean, overall, it was just like a really, really cool experience. I, yeah, I think probably like my second favorite. And and just like even just, I just totally forgot what what it feels like really interacting with and being friends with someone from another place in the world, like. He um he reminded me the level of I guess disrespectful I am in a sense, but also like how I stri- how I want to be. Where he is like such a genuine guy. Where anytime we were together, anytime he had to like check his phone, like right away, like oh so sorry, I have to check my phone just to respond to these messages. Like super polite. Where you know, you just culturally forget like we come from different cultures and backgrounds that. You know, in Italy, like, I mean, this is me just observing from him. Like, he, I could tell he's very respectful. And, and you know, when you're with a friend, you're with a friend. You know, you give him 100% of your time. Where, you know, he, even to the point where he was apologizing for checking his phone to have to respond to, like, messages from friends and, like, work and his girlfriend and stuff. Uh, just because it invaded, like, our one-on-one time and hangout time. Um, we do a little bit of that. Yeah, but like, but like, but like, just like his level where it's just kind of like, I don't know, it, a little that, bit of that. That's that what, that's the key. Right? Yeah, that, that a little bit. That was along with just like other different things where, yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, yeah, super cool. Um, but yeah, that was probably my my second second favorite trip. Um, that was a rough night when I was with him because I had an interview, uh, for this position, and because of the time difference. I finished up like dinner with him like at 1 a.m. And I had an interview because of the time zone at 3 a.m. So I slept for an hour and a half and did my interview. Then I had to catch a bus to the airport at 6 a.m. So I slept for another hour, hour and a half too. Uh, and then I got here to Madrid, back to Madrid. And that was just a whole, that was just rough. But And that's how our parents used to go to school every morning. <laughs> like, six hour plane, two hour bus, got to walk for another 30 yeah. minutes. So come back, take a taxi maybe. If you can, you got to climb a mountain. Yeah, but but coming back to Madrid, yeah. it it really was felt like coming back to Madrid again for my first time, just because again I was alone. Um, and I checked out my hostel, talked to that Colombian guy, shout out to the Colombian guy. <laughs> then I just went to hit the city alone, um, and yeah, I just literally walked around, walked around all the different paths I used to take, the same spots I used to go to, and just like. I was talking to Amadeo, like, listening to uh, Frank Ocean Blonde front to back. <laughs> just thinking about life and uh, thinking about my position and what I want to do when I get back and what I want to accomplish and just clearing my head. But also just at the same time being refreshed of, you know, how much this city meant to me and how much of an impact it made to my personal growth when I was staying here. And it was just good to be back and be in the, be in the area. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just cool. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've said this before in my life, but Blonde is a transformative album. 
<laughs> I feel like I was at the perfect moment in my life to listen to it for the first couple times and truly, truly let it settle. Yeah. The first couple times that I, oh, I just literally just said that. When that, when it was released, mm-hmm. freshman in college, traversing the unknown. Yeah. Into the unknown. Mm-hmm. Growing that comfort zone. Pushing your boundaries by force. Because that's just, that's how it happens. It can't, it can't happen if you're comfortable. It can't happen if you do it like in the way that you think it has to happen. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen to you and you have to react to it and adapt. So coming back, I do feel like a different person. I feel like I told you this in the hostel. I feel like I've grown up even <laughs> over the course of these last two weeks. I, I, I used to get so much... Uh, I, I used to get... A lot of flack. A lot of flack. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what's another word than shit? <laughs> I used to get a lot of flack when I uh, came back from Singapore. Cause I would always talk about it with with all all my friends back in the states and just oh when I was in Spain this and I was in Spain that and I, and I feel like now you're seeing why I spoke so much about it because it it really is just like a it's just like a different thing out here you know it's just it changes you the city speaks to you <laughs> it sounds so cheesy to say but like I don't know man it's just like something about being here being away from everyone and being away from responsibilities and this and that and just uh it just makes you remember what matters and what you should be doing and who matters and it doesn't specifically have to be in spain you know i think to us we're attracted to and we're drawn to the city in particular Mm -hmm. because we speak the language and Mm -hmm. it's uh it's expansive bro there's a lot to this city there's a lot to see there are a lot of kind of kinds of people ways of life Mm -hmm. And but honestly, I think, it, I think it is Spain and Madrid because even uh, when I was talking to my friend Ricardo, we were talking about like his similar experience when he was thinking about it. And he was like, man, that period changed my life and this and that. And uh, he was just telling me how just like, I guess Madrid specifically, and he was comparing from his experience in, in Italy and, and growing up where he's from. Uh, there's very much a social environment here where there's a very big sense of community and, and people like to talk to one another and make friends and be a... Uh, social and just you know be part of this thing and yeah they're, they're just not afraid like even uh today like uh you you were passing by some guy and he was like he's like what's up man he just like patted you on the back and he just kept passing you know whether he was trying to pick well, then i brought you that up and you're like oh you're probably trying to pickpocket you i was like but maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe he was maybe trying to make a friend guy. or maybe he mistook me for some random helicopter out of nowhere but yeah who knows maybe he mistook me for one of his friends Maybe, Maybe it could have been a friend in another, in another life. Maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about it. I wouldn't say, like, the city has changed me. I'd say, like, what has happened to me in the city has changed me. Being in the city for the first time yeah. and seeing how pretty it all is. And <laughs> feeling a part of that, like, a part of that beauty. Yeah. Especially right here in this park. I haven't seen a park, I haven't seen a park like this in my entire life. Even in Central Park, it's just different. Like this is our little pocket. Yeah. yeah. There's like little pockets of grass and trees and shrubbery. Mm. Yeah. Dotted all over. And people enjoying their days and you know, walking by. People breaking up, people making up, people meeting, <laughs> people kissing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like uh the microcosm. The microcosm of the community. The heartbeat of the city and the park itself. Yeah. So I feel that's been said up. That's been said before. I feel like overall this experience is a reminder for anyone listening. I think you should uh, 
definitely go try travel. to uh, uh, yeah travel somewhere new but also just like for those of you that can just you know take a trip this weekend go somewhere that you haven't that's experience exactly something was, new you know that's traveling that still counts as traveling you don't have to yeah go. yeah you don't have to travel three thousand miles away four thousand five yeah or whatever amount of money whatever amount of miles it's just like excessively yeah it seems like a lot to you to say that you've traveled that you've seen something different um that's been so important to me to feel um feel like i'm being forced to do something that will ultimately benefit me and that's to learn how to move around learn how to be in different places learn how to talk to different people in a language other than the one that i use every day yeah. and yes i understand it like yes i speak it too i speak it every day but those are all people i know well these are strangers and i'm trying to like mix in with a society that <laughs> does it <laughs> is it just like I'm not a part of yeah but I can be and in fact you met someone today that has gone through yeah I did an incredible journey yeah uh, I don't know if I want to shout everything out but it's just a guy that we both share a lot of connections in our life where uh, we both originated from the same place in Mexico the same state um and both lived in uh, both in the same place in New Mexico, and both ended up in Madrid for a period. And now uh, he's here, like he's been living here for 15 years. Uh, and he was trying. He, we were just talking about like, yeah, our yeah. It was just crazy. It was just a wild experience. But yeah, life is wild. <laughs> <laughs> Big coincidences. Yeah. Could it have been, I don't know, all part of the plan. All part of the plan, yeah. <laughs> the grand old plan. I'm excited to get home. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go I'm home and, and, and hit the ground running. <laughs> I feel like I got more than what I needed from, from this. The trip. In yeah. a good way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, like, it's not like the feeling where you just ate too much and you're fucking heavy and bloated and you feel like throwing it all up. Yeah. No, it's more just... Uh, I got what I needed, got what I wanted for the most part. <laughs> yeah. And God, the helicopter's just everywhere, bro. They're out for me. <laughs> but yeah, I'm ready to go back to you. Going back with a new appreciation for my own life. Yeah. New memories that I've made, people I've finally met, stories to tell, souvenirs to give. <laughs> And ultimately, uh, it's a new way to, yeah, a new way to live every day. And totally just, you know, have it transformed overnight. I'm not going to be like taking those habits with me. As soon as I hit like American soil, I'm like, yeah, new guy, new guys here, <laughs> new guy in town. Yeah. This is like little by little. Mm-hmm. Be somebody. What's the first thing you're gonna do when you get back? Uh, I'm gonna write. <laughs> I was gonna say shower, but um, what is the first thing I'm doing to get back? I'm gonna, I don't know, man. Do something. I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna go driving. I'm gonna go to the gym. That's what I'm gonna do. What's the first thing I'm gonna do back. <laughs> I guess we're going. I wanna start going to the gym too. 
running on the gym, but just like being more consistent with my exercise. Yeah. Just uh, feeling kind of slumped, out of shape. You know, haven't done anything in two weeks. I guess, yeah, we have. No, we've, I've averaged, we talked about this, I've averaged 20,000 steps, 22,000 actually. <laughs> Over the course of the last week, dude, I feel like my calves are just like slowly building up like rocks up my, on my leg and shit. Yeah. And falling your ass around, fucking everywhere, hitting the ground running. That's what you say every morning. Bro, today we gotta, we gotta hit the ground running. <laughs> Is that how I sound? Hit the ground running. I'm like, we've been, <laughs> we've been running from the start. Yeah. We've been running ever since we got that Panda Express. Jesus. I feel so long ago, but yeah. What it really wasn't. It just feels like we packed so much in like two weeks. I feel like I lived another life in these last two weeks. And now I'm going back to another. My other. Is that corny? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for watching this episode. Uh, we'll catch you that it? in the next one. <laughs> when we're back. I'm not done talking about myself. I'm just kidding. It's been real, everybody. Um, we'll be back next week in the usual studio. And we'll, we'll talk about our weeks then. Let me put you on. Too much bit. <laughs> Back over here. So, thanks again for taking the time to tune in. My name is Amadeo. My name is Enrique. What's your name? Enrique. <laughs> Enrique. This is the Be Somebody Podcast. And we'll catch you on the next one. Peace.